Welcome to TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, the little bit late but legendary Randy Erickson. Uh, this may be the longest episode in making. I talked to uh, the Silent Chasers last year after Cowboy Tough and then uh, like hard drive failure and lost it. And then it was hard to hook up again, so we decided to wait till a little closer to the race this year. So we had a good chat. Um, looking forward to seeing him again in about a week and a half or a week or so. So um, kind of a little bit different team because they are just two, and that's sort of all they really want to do right now. I think eventually they will might want to do an expedition or two, so... They'll be looking for some other teammates. Uh, in other news, uh, Expedition Alaska just got over. I think the results were posted today. Um, I'll put a link so you can go find those if you're interested. But congratulations to Tech New for not only, uh, I don't even want to say beating the other teams, but beating the course and outlasting it and covering the whole thing. So with any luck, uh, we'll be talking with Kyle um, this week before Cowboy Tough. I don't know if he's racing that or who on the team is, but um, we'll we'll have some chats maybe with a couple other people that did the race too. We'll see. Uh, Cowboy Tough coming up. Just want everybody to know that we really got a pretty cool plan in uh, in the works for covering it. Uh, Chris Radcliffe, handsome Chris, and I will be on the course again, shooting and sending it back to Margot Harris, who will be at the, uh, has to stay home in Virginia, unfortunately, but she will be posting, doing all the media stuff, trying to get a lot of stuff out, so we should have lots of pictures, lots of video, I'll be doing audio updates, um, Twitter, you can follow me at Randy Erickson on Twitter. I'll be trying to just really keep keep everybody up to date. Um, seeing what, what we're going to be doing and have some ideas. It's going to be some cool stuff, so uh, enjoy that. The other big news of the week is that the AR World in Brazil has... Uh, Graciously asked me if I would like to come down and cover the race. And, of course, they'll take care of me once I'm there. But uh, need to figure out a way to get there without spending any money because who has money to spend? But um, they're actually still dealing, maybe going to do something with the uh, Brazilian National Airline, but we'll see. So anybody, any of you teams out there that... Um, Looking for a relatively inexpensive way to get some coverage. We should get in touch and talk. Maybe you can work something out. So um, I'm just going to throw that out there. And one last thing. Um, I will be invoking the uh, Alex Provost rule at Cowboy Tough. So I will have a Pepsi in my pack um, for the first one that asks. And I may have... I will have one most of the time, let's put that one, so it'll never hurt to ask. I may have it or not. Just remember, it's there for anybody, whoever asks, so that's that's what makes it fair. 
Other than that, um, got a nice bike race, 100 mile, well, not quite a 100 mile bike race coming up this week, part of the North American Ultra Endurance Series. Um, they'll be starting at Mount Rushmore here and riding the Centennial, which is all single track to uh, Sturgis, South Dakota for that race. So that should be kind of fun. And then I'll finish it up that evening by shooting some mini sprint with my friend John Garrigan. So um, be a busy Saturday. So let's um, quit rambling on and see what the uh, silent chasers have to say because they weren't really all that silent. So go fast, take chances. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. <laughs> oh, hey guys! Hey guys! So, <clears throat> apparently, it's working, huh? Yeah. I think so. so. I don't have my camera on because out here in the woods, it uh, just slows everything down. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay, hang on. Okay, who's having the party? That's Phil. <laughs> yeah. No. My wife and daughter. Are yeah, I think it's wife and daughter. They think no. it's funny to be laughing and, and make and make noise. We're having a good old time today. So, well, hey, isn't that what it's all about, having a good time? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Oh, well, finally, huh? Yeah. <laughs> year. It has. It's, it's kind of funny because uh, when we talked last time and then one of uh, I have had two hard drive failures since I started doing the podcast and never had one before. But all right. Um, and yours was one of them. And now so that was right after Cowboy Tough and now it's right before Cowboy Tough. That's right. Yeah, it was in August last year. Remember? So, so you had a second hard, hard drive hard drive uh, crash just recently yeah um yeah well actually on my laptop it was the uh, um logic board went bad so uh, i have i have learned that as soon as i get done recording now i uh back up <laughs> so gotcha <laughs> at least oh, cool. at least i have that yeah, we thought maybe you didn't like us or something. <laughs> well, I don't, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't talk to you. That's <laughs> right. Well, we like you, Randy. So. Okay. No, I kind of, I kind of do like you guys, especially after you've put up for all this. I think this is officially becomes the, uh, the hardest one, hardest interview to get. That's happened. <laughs> you know, I've been trying to get um, John Howard. Oh, so for a year. Nice. And I have, uh, I've actually friended his wife and, and we've had a lot of conversations and she's really, really worked at trying to get him to, to be on, but he's just, just not interested. So what do you do? Right? Yeah. Well, bummer. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm worried. This is like number 67 or 68. So when I get close to 100, I'm going to try again. Oh, okay. See, maybe I can get them for 100. <laughs> Through the century, so, yeah. Yeah. So um, what have you guys been doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead, Kevin. 
Uh, well, I've been busy with work, unfortunately, which is really cutting into my training time. But uh, uh, but that's okay. It's all part of life, I guess. Um, yeah. Been like I said, tra- traveling since the end of April. I've been on the road probably ninety percent of the time. So trying to train whenever I can and see my family whenever I can. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. That'll you know, come to an end the, here pretty soon, hopefully. So, well, hopefully, you keep working. Now, that's one of the things people say I should ask. What do you What do you do? For, say that again. Sorry. Yeah. What do you What do you do? What do I do? Oh, I'm in the uh, yeah. Canadian military. Okay, so, I... so you're defending the defending the Canadians. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So I am a um, flight paramedic. I work on a helicopter, uh, EMS helicopter. So we fly sick people around to different hospitals and go to car accidents. So that's uh, Paulette's. My wife's sister started. She started the helicopter program at Children's Hospital in Chicago. So yeah, oh, really? Trivia fact. Yeah. What's her name? Like um, Helene Pahopian. She's not with them anymore. She's teaching now. So okay, yeah, um, yeah. So I've been flying uh, helicopters for well since two thousand. So um, I, you know, it's a relatively small industry. So it's oftentimes kind of like adventure racing. You kind of know who is who a little bit. You know? So yeah, I never know. I might run into her. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Great job. So, um, not to say anything anything to do with adventure racers, but. Why did you get into being on the helicopter? Oh well, um, I mean it's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, kind of like so many things, you know. People want to be an astronaut and want to be a doctor, and people want to do different things. And I found paramedicine pretty interesting. And then uh, on the helicopter, it's kind of interesting because it takes it up a notch. Um, you know, a little bit more intense, a little bit more critical uh, patients and um that i found mm. i really like that part of it is the critical care mm. that you do and that, that's you know it it's adventurous you never know what you're getting into you know and um yeah. that, that's definitely a, a trait that you know it's a technical job <laughs> you know a lot yeah. of techie stuff and um knew this knew that all the time Chain, medicine's always evolving and so it's an interesting field and um, yeah, I love it. It's it's hope to do it for another fifteen years. So that'd be kind of cool. So, and I think is that one of the, let's see how how do I say it? But that's kind of a job where you're making a lot of lot of decisions all the time. So does that sort of make adventure racing easier? Um, because you're so so used to making split second decisions. Well, yeah, I would say there is some core. Um, some correlations there because yeah. you know when you work shifts all the time and, and obviously you can't yeah. go to work and be uh, and be mentally uh, uh, disengaged you have to be on your toes and, you know at the time when you're looking at math you're with your problems in adventure it's sometimes you're used to, to having to think you know or uh, yeah I definitely think um many ways it's kind of training to have a shift at night you know just the other 
we had uh, to, I think, four hours in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning. Sorry. And um, I mean, I just thought of it as training. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know, you're breaking up a little bit. Why don't you, maybe you guys can you turn off your cameras and it might might uh, work a little better. Okay. Because yeah. your audio was breaking up some there. Not not too bad, but that's my problem. Being in the woods is my limited. We're getting too much going on and I'm not hearing you very good <laughs> so. yeah but uh, see yep that sounds better um all right i this is kind of interesting because i don't even remember the conversation hardly although i know i asked you both how you got started so who wants to start how they got started in adventure racing go ahead kevin uh, i can start yeah um yeah. It was i think it was back in uh 2000 uh seven or so i think it was uh so i started quite late i was like late 30s uh, i was posted as a liaison officer down in missouri and uh a, a friend of mine just said hey do you want to try this uh, adventure race it was in castlewood uh state park uh, just outside it was like uh know nothing i uh about adventure race i was yeah sure uh, so he told me a little about it, tried it out. It was eight hours of absolute pain. Uh, couldn't walk for the next couple of days. Um, uh, but absolutely was really drawn into it after that for some reason. And, uh, yeah, it's been kind of going ever since. Uh, what, uh, what is it that draws you into it? Cause you know, I don't want to say you have the typical story, but that's kind of the typical story. You know, everybody yeah, did my first one and it sucked, but yeah, coming back. I think for me, it's just, it was, it was challenging and I like the challenge aspect of it, but I think what I like most about it. So after racing for eight hours, I could kind of run the whole race through my mind. So I remembered most of it. Uh, Cause before that I was, a, I was a, and I'm still a runner, but I was, you know, I did marathons kind of ultra running and stuff. And you just run and turn your brain off, and you just do it. And at the end, go, how was it? Well, it was okay. Mm -hmm. I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Uh, but after adventure racing, you, you just you gotta be so mentally aware throughout the whole thing, uh, whether you're navigating or whether you're not. And it's just that whole aspect of it. Plus, you're out in the nature. You know, what better place to be for eight to ten hours in the middle of the woods with well, you know, one one or two other guys or girls or whatever, you know. So, yeah, woods are always good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, next. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the way I got into racing, Randy, was that um, um, back, it must have been 2001 or 2002, we had the Extreme Heart Challenge in Sioux City, Iowa, where I was at the time, mm -hmm. and uh, kind of saw a flyer in the wall. Um, I don't come from a racing background and, uh, and that this was my first running, you know, competitive running other than a little track in high school and um, competitive cycling um, that I was ever um, introduced to. And so, yeah, um, we found flyer on the wall. You want to try this thing? I guess, yeah, we'll do it. And I still distinctly remember I did it with my sister and a couple work colleagues and we were the last place team, like miserable for the next three days you know 
uh, sore, beat up, you know. Um, I remember I packed uh, two sandwiches and, like, two Gatorades in a backpack, and that was my food and water <laughs> for, like, an 18-hour race. You know, we had no idea what we were yeah. doing, you know. Um, it was just – but I thought, man, there's got to be more to this. And then uh, pretty soon we found, you know, you found your little niche group of friends, and then I've been going at it ever since. And, um, yeah, I love it. It's, I mean, I, I say adventure racing is being out in the woods with friends. That's kind of my, my one line definition. So, yeah. Well, it is. And it, uh, builds your wardrobe because, um, (laughs) I see that Kevin's wearing an untamed t-shirt. Sure. I am. (laughs) I've, I've got an expedition Idaho shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. Phil's got a race. Yeah, I have a half marathon <laughs> shirt on actually <laughs> from Sioux City. Yeah, so yeah. half my so wardrobe. It's a very, yeah, very expensive way to add to your wardrobe, isn't it? <laughs> yep, yep, that's for sure. So how did how did you two end up racing together? Because since you don't even live in the same country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I say that uh, we met through a mutual friend online. Mm. <laughs> uh, no. Um, Match.com. Well, if you remember Boncart Casey? Yeah, exactly. Match.com. Yeah. So uh, uh, um, Jason Elson started racing. He, um, we were, I had shown interest in doing uh, one of the, the, the raid, the North is Extremes. And I told mm. him, hey, are you interested? Do you know if anybody was interested? And we started uh, myself and another uh, 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 racer friend, and he knew that Kevin um, was another racer at the time living in Missouri, and uh, knew that Kevin would be interested. And then just through emails and such, we ended up uh, uh, connecting for Raid the North um, Extreme. That was our first uh, race together, and um, on the same team. And uh, yeah, we did that one. And um, I mean, that was a. a, a st- Deep learning curve <laughs> yeah, yeah, for multi-day racing and uh yeah that's how kevin and i started and we were a good match and we've kind of always stayed in touch since then and and now we seem to be doing you know at least a couple you know races a year and uh, with cowboy mm-hmm. tough being kind of the big one so yeah, yeah. so um yeah, i think after the north extreme we had you know because it didn't go quite as planned to it we've um, vowed to one another we'd come back together and do a race yeah. uh, like an expedition race and finish it the yeah. way we wanted to finish it yeah. and that's kind of yeah. you know there was a I think there was a two year gap there where we stayed in touch do you want to do this race and it didn't kind of work out and then we finally for Cowboy Tough two years ago that's some finally our kind of schedules came back together and we were able to race together yeah yep so <laughs> um you guys have you got the best um lessons from a good race or a bad race or have you learned more from good races or from bad races boy i think i personally i learned the hard way (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think we learn the most from making mistakes, you know, and other people's mm-hmm. mistakes. And uh, bad yeah. decisions make great stories, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. 
I got this little, <laughs> this little placard that says, bad decisions make for great stories. Um, it does. And I think there's a lot of, yeah, yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, so I think I think you learn from your mistakes. Adventure racing, even mm-hmm. if you're a super fit, super strong person, you're just not going to come in and whip it, you know, not a multi-day yeah. anyways. Um, yeah. There's a lot more to it. It's just the mental aspect alone and uh even if someone is super physically strong all the details that are important in multi-day racing are uh so different than 8 to 10 to 16 to 24 hour racing so um yeah i think you definitely learn the most probably from your mistakes or other people's mistakes and advice yeah i think so as well and i think we're we're good too as a team as after the race is done we'll kind of do what worked, but let's do that again. What didn't work? Oh, we're not going to do that again. I'm kind of yeah. trying to mentally go through it and, and hopefully remember it for the next year or the next race or whatever. Say, hey, you know what? That worked really well. we got to do that again. Or, you know what? Oh, not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, Kevin um, and I definitely talk after the race yeah. and go by – you know, go through all the different things, whether it was part of the strategy or gear, and and we make notes. You know, kind of like oh, this is what we where we need to improve, and and yeah, I would say it's definitely made us a better team. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, has there ever been a race when you get done and you're doing your post post mortem, and and one of you'll say, ah, you know, that trek that trek really sucked. We should have done this, and the other one is like. No, that was the best part of the race. <laughs> I would, or or is your? I mean, do you have the same experience basically all the time together? Oh, uh, we have. I think we're we're matched pretty well in that department. Yeah. Like I we, think so. Yeah, our just yeah. I, I think the decisions we make, we're both good with it. And then you know what I mean. And then as we're going through, mm-hmm. if we say yeah, this is a bad idea, we both know it was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> like going down to checkpoint 38 for Shenandoah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We'll, we'll assume there's a good story there, but you don't there, have there, to tell us. There is. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, that was a bad idea. That's 3.4 kilometers straight down bike ride. Yeah. And yeah, we had like, to come back up again. <laughs> there's always that part, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Do you guys? You know, I think the key all, for us all, to do it is, is we, uh, you know, we have good communications before we go into, say, a trek or, or whatever. So we kind of know what we're yeah. getting into beforehand. Yeah. You know, and I think that certainly helps. So the expectations is, okay, yeah, this is going to suck when we go in. You good? Yeah. Okay, well, let's go. Is the risk reward? Yeah, we're good with that. Okay, and we're both, both either committed or, you know, well, we're not committed to do that and do something yeah. else. I think we sort that out beforehand. Yeah, uh, communications in adventure racing—what a what a unique absolutely. concept, right? <laughs> it is what it really always comes down to, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communications um, huge. Yeah. So, um, being that communication is so huge, how often do you guys go hours without saying anything to each other during the race because you just know what's happening? Or do you never stop talking? Because you don't, you know, obviously yeah. there's probably this uh, unspoken communication all the time. Yeah. 
God. I would say it doesn't happen often that we go for an extended period of time without having said anything. Um, yeah. I would say that, uh, like, Kevin's always, you know, uh, keeping me in check, that's for sure, on what the plan is. And I try to echo back to him that, yeah, we're still on track for that, or no, we're here, okay. there's a problem with that, you know. Um, and the shorter the race, the more intense that communic you know, that, that go back yeah. and forth is. So the longer the race, I would say there's times when we spend quite a bit of time chit-chatting about a problem while we're racing. To spend. Yeah. And I think that's that helps us, uh, you know, um, stay as a team, you know, stay together even when stuff hits the fan, you know. Yeah. And, um, gosh, I mean, we when it comes to race strategy and racing, boy, I, I mean, that's – we talk all the time. I mean – so you kind of check and balance each other and, you know, if, if somebody says we're going to do this, then you say back to them, yeah, we're, we're going to do this. So yeah. make sure you're on the same page. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, and we're both navigators. He's definitely better mm -hmm. than I am, but we both have a different perspective on as well. So we can, kind of, like you said, Phil says we do this and, you know, yeah, okay, let's go. Or we need to think about this maybe, you know, what about this? And we just... We kind of spitball uh, quite a bit, yeah. and I don't feel as good at yeah. you know. It's taking an aggressive approach, and I think a lot of times it definitely pays off for us. Yeah, and you and you are not afraid to do that thing. That's like, um, aren't we supposed to be going south? Because I think we're going north. <laughs> oh, no, th there's no fear of that. Yeah, especially, no. <laughs> I, especially if we're going downhill. Going, I feel like we're going the right way. Yes, we're going right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. There's no. I don't think there's been one race we've ever actually gone down a hill and had to come up back up a hill that I recall anyway. Right on. Yeah. So that's good. No, that's good. So I trust my navigator. <laughs> so, that that's that's always a good thing. So, um, how did you become the navigator, Phil? Oh. Well, um, I kind of like that, um, that navigation. Yeah. Um, not that I'm the greatest, but I, I really like that, uh, that mental aspect of adventure racing. It's probably what mm -hmm. um, entices me the most. And um, yeah. while I'm more than happy to learn from others around me, it seems like uh, I traditionally have, uh, have done the navigation for teams that I race with. And um, when things are good, we're doing well, and when things are off, we're struggling, just like anybody. And uh, that's yeah. the cool part of navigation. So it's it's kind of mental gymnastics. It's uh, it's uh, it's that's the challenging part, rather than it just being an off-road race, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I just I just fell in love with it. I love it. I, I sit there and I look at maps for hours and, and you know, post-race and review stuff all the time. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, here's a question. Um, how many maps are in, in your site right now? Well, none right now. But <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> right in my – but I have probably six maps in my car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, uh, you know, if I'm bored at work or something that I, I grab and I look at and then I probably have I mean I'm sure others have but uh, I've been just just been full <laughs> of, of the map, map nerd there so <laughs> yeah we uh, before Primal Quest is here we had custom maps made that are 
they're six foot by four and a half foot. Oh, sure. Of the Black Hills. And they're, that's the decorations in our gear room downstairs. So they're hanging hanging on the wall. And, and I and actually Paul out both. We'll just go down there and look. In a yeah. You know, we've looked at those maps for years, but it's still fun to see these little things. And, and then I have some maps of the Black Hills that are Forest Service maps that are 50 years old. Which oh, are really, really? nice because oh, nice. they have they have all those old roads that yep. aren't on the new maps. So yep. you can say, Oh yeah, there is this road here. We can at least, you know, trek through it. So Yeah. But, uh, it, yeah. Yeah, you might have there's, to find uh, it. <laughs> yep. Looks like there's about ten maps sitting on the desk right here. <laughs> nice. Yep. So, I'd love to look at yep. Cool. Yeah. So do you guys always race as a duo or do you or do you do you let a an additional person come in once in a while. For the most part, we've been uh, a two person, but Phil does race with other uh, other people. Uh, we did race yes. as a three person at the U.S. ARA last October, uh, but we have talked about uh, you know expanding to a four person co-ed over the next little while. So yeah. So, well, I guess if you wanted to, if you wanted to expand your expedition horizons, any and and do you have any? I mean, are you ready for a seven-day race? Is that on the list someday? Yeah, I think so. Um, Kevin and I definitely talked about you know uh, the Rev Three Cowboy Tough that'll be in twenty seventeen. Is it? That's going to be. Yeah. A- point to point you know that's a seven air um as far as doing other ones um we kicked around the idea of expedition alaska this year it's just with cost and distance and timing it's just not a great idea for both of us um but uh i would i mean we've kicked that around possibly in the future um Mm -hmm. but yeah we're our Right now, because Kevin and I don't live, uh, we live so far apart, we kind of have to really be selective, you know, and which yeah, we do. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, um, our goal is to get to that, uh, to do the Cowboy Tough expedition that uh, is seven days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that it'll be curious to see how many teams will do all five. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And then, you know, my theory is that that's going to be the world championships in 2017. That's, that's, my, that's my theory as well. Yeah, very nice. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, very so, cool. So it gives them two and, years and, to get, kind of not prove themselves. You know what I mean? But yeah, just kind of, they're, they're, kind of well, sort, sort out the, the, kind of the, some of the things and then, uh, yeah, be ready for 2017. Yeah, because cool. we got to come to an English country eventually. <laughs> I'm tired of the Spanish-speaking countries. <laughs> and the big thing is, is they've yeah. got with the state because it costs a ton of money to run a world championship. So. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. But, are you um, are you going to make it down to the championships this year? The series championship. Um, I would. I am guessing no, uh-huh. because. I've sent the race organization an email minimally every two weeks since November uh-huh. and haven't even gotten a reply. Uh, uh, so, well, and it, and, and I would still go, but then I look at it and I'm thinking, 
I don't know, because part of the mandatory gear is a trekking pole at all times. Okay. Because you have to be poking when you're in the water. You always have to be poking in front of you to move the stingrays so you don't get stung. Sure. <laughs> uh, <see>. So. <laughs> I, yeah. I I keep oh yeah I keep wow. sending emails, but if I don't go, I'm not gonna be upset. <laughs> if I right. go, it'll be really That's cool. True. So yeah, um, yeah, the um, Brazil man, I would be that would be an experience lifetime, just like Costa Rica yeah. or the others. You know, that would be awesome, awesome yeah. terrain. Yeah, so, yeah, and I don't know how. I don't think there's going to be any daily coverage because it's really out in the middle of nowhere down okay. there in Brazil. So, yeah, um, you know, it, it's we just keep plugging away. I think I'm going to Primal Quest. That's that's the plan, but that's still up in the air nice. too. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, how fun is that? That would be that would be. I would really. It was such an iconic race. That's why. I you know, really want to go back because I was, you know, it was here in 09 and I shot it. So it'd be fun to, um, I think this is going to be a little bit of a slack year for them, you know, yep. kind of a, a, a reboot, but I think it'll, I think it'll grow back in stature to what it was. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my feeling. But, um, yeah. so you guys, I'm going to modify my best and worst question oh. and ask you what, what's the What's the best and worst times you've had at Cowboy Tough? Let's say best sta best stage. At Cowboy Tough in particular. Yeah. Okay. Since this is Cowboy Tough June. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <of> July. <laughs> yeah. June and July. Yeah. Um. Boy, that's a that's a good one. Um. I think that, that that long trek on day, was it two of the first year, was really hard, but it was also probably our best accomplishment, too. That was the one out of the paddle, right? Right. When we finished the paddle, and then... And we, we got on the long trek, and we... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. That was a tough, tough that, section. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one where you almost got attacked by a rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had a... Uh, mountain lion pure over the top of us yeah. as we we're having a snack up top on one of the check near one of the checkpoints. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. Uh, I always consider. Oh, although I would say that the 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 run before that uh, paddle. Oh, the death march. The, the Ton death march was. <laughs> yes. The worst. That might have been the worst. <laughs> that might have been one of our worst moments. Uh, remember, Randy, on day two, we uh, mm -hmm. left Medicine Bow and we did a little bike, and then we had like a, yeah. a 19 or I believe it was a 19K run on gravel roads. Yeah. And remember, it was like 11 when we, most of the teams got started, roughly 10 30. Yeah. So, and then it was the, also the hottest day of the year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, the water supply smelled like dead animal, essentially. Yeah. We drank yeah. that water for the three hours or whatever. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. Um, so what do you? So so you had the best and the worst in the same day. Yep. 
Uh, pretty much, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, that could be a T-shirt for adventure racing. <laughs> the best <laughs> and the worst in the same day. Wait 30 minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will change. Yeah, change. Um, what do you... Let's see. What I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is how do you deal with the long... And, I, and I, I'll just call them the transitional bike stages because that's kind of what they are. Um, you know, they're hard and there's, you know, a touch of navigation, but basically you spend a lot of time on the bike getting from, from one cool point to another cool point. Um, and, and that's just the nature of the race, right? So, I mean, you, you're going to expect that, know that's coming, but how do you, how do you kind of deal with it? Do you look forward to the cool part? Uh, for me, I get, cause I, I do a lot of biking throughout the year. So, uh, it's 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 another ride on the bike you know you go up for a hundred mile bike ride and you know you're out there say for you know five hours and you just go and i just see that as no different than than that really it's just turn turn your mind off a little bit and just ride because most of it is on like dirt dirt trails yeah. and that and just kind of get through it i guess that yeah, for me, it's the training before and kind of prepared me men not only physically but mentally for that long. Yeah. Like last year, I think there was an eighty was it eighty miles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that sound after right? the paddle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, after the the whitewater rafting. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, so, I don't know, Phil. You just deal with. So, do you think that gives you guys somewhat of advantage having done those and knowing that it's coming and and. You know, as opposed to like say somebody that's, you know, coming to the race for the first time this year, because you know you hear about it and you hear, yeah, you're going to ride 80 miles through Wyoming, but it's sort of one of those things until you experience it, you're not really sure what it is. Yeah, I think so because I think last year we, you know, we had done it the year before, so I think yeah. we were mentally prepared. Okay, this is going to be a long leg. You know, the, the treks are kind of going to be like this. The weather is going to be like this. The altitude is going to be like this. So we. We kind of knew going in what to expect, whereas the year before, we didn't really. Uh, you know, like last year, I was able to modify my hydration a little bit. Kind of still suffered on one of the days, but... Um, yeah. but yeah, so... Yeah. Um, oh, here's a question for you. Did you guys take a shot last year? We did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Okay, man. good man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad to hear. We still have. I'm glad to hear. I think I think Phil still has the bottle. Yep, it's waiting for you, Kevin. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, unfortunately, I don't do that, so I would have. But I don't like iced tea either, so I'd have really been screwed. <laughs> but um, oh. what? <laughs> give it. Put on your uh, thinking cap and tell me what you think this special test is going to be this year you know something you know you had the horse carts or the hand carts the first year and then you had the axe throwing in in the cave what what do you think you're going to get to do this year fun like that or have you been thinking of that what would mark do to us (laughs) so my Yes, it is purely speculation, but he talks at some point about going through an active uh, working ranch. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. are we going to be riding horses around or donkeys, or is he going to play a cruel, cruel joke? Or, or, or yeah, on that one. Yeah. yeah, take this uh, pile of horse, horse <laughs> manure and move it over here, you know? Maybe we shouldn't give him ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so I have no I idea. Can see. My idea. I can see. I think it's something with yeah. horses as well. That's kind yeah. of what I... I could see... Um, and I and actually this just came to me when you said working ranch. I'll bet you're going to have to lasso something. Probably okay. something standing um, still, you know, like a, yeah. you know, a dummy like a practice. practice. That would be good too. <laughs> or somebody on a team. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, even better. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And what do you think? Did you you saw the pictures of them at Devil's Tower? Do you think you're going to Devil's Tower? I don't know. My impression was that next year we're going to be at Devil's Tower area. You think but so? I don't. Yeah. Know that. Yeah. And I and and just so nobody knows, I have I don't have any clue either. But I've been looking at the maps, and actually I know that area real well because you know Devil's Tower is 100 miles okay. from the house here. But I right. don't I don't. It would be so out of the way, I think. Because you know it's probably you could probably go 90 miles and get there from from Buffalo, but you know you got to go through you know you got to spend some time in the Bighorns, and then basically you'd have to bu- ride your bike mm-hmm. over there and then ride your bike down to Casper, and it just it. I think I think he's sowing the seeds of confusion by posting those pictures. <laughs> but yeah. you yeah. never know with him. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, I I would say if not. Eventually, it'll have to go there. It may be the expedition, but I mean, how can you not race in Wyoming and not go to Devil's Tower? Yeah. 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 Um, and then what do you guys think? And, you know, Mark talked about this that this year is going to be longer, harder, um, basically because it's a World Series race that he's trying to design it so even the top teams are racing all night long. Um, Yay or nay from you guys? Well, last year probably was a bit short. I think Kevin and I both yeah. agreed on that. Yeah. Um, or and, did you guys just get uh, better? We... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say, or did you guys just get faster? <laughs> probably worked against us just a little bit that it was shorter um, because yeah. we were mentally and 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 strategically um planning for long long same as the first year 20 22 hour days consistently and um that didn't happen but um we did fine you know we were you know there's nothing like being done on a little adventure race um but uh this year well for starters i had a hamstring injury uh, a few weeks ago so i probably gonna be survival mode from the word go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so uh um yeah i think it's probably a good move to make it longer especially number one he's mm-hmm. got the terrain to do it he's got the, yeah. the the course um man it's beautifully lined up in order to make it longer and harder and more elevation um i think yeah. uh I think the teams will be challenged. The lead teams that are pushing hard and going for podiums, no matter what division they're in, so forth, is going to be challenged. So, um, yeah, 
I'm sorry, Kevin. Did you have something you wanted to add to that, or? Uh, no, I would I would agree with that. It, it seems to be uh, a bit more trekking this year, uh, and I think Mark mentioned that. And if you just look on their website, like day day one up to forty two miles of trekking, you know, day two another twenty five to fifty mile trekking, day three, you know, fifteen to twenty. That that's yeah. like that seems like three to four times the amount that we did last year. Yeah. And, well, and you know, and the year before that. Yeah. Well, and if you're in the bighorns in the mountains, you know, that's takes longer time. It's more, takes a longer time to cover that ground. And it's also more fun. I think, you know, yeah. trekking across the prairie where you can see 40 miles away is not that much fun. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I don't know. Okay, here's a question that's going to get you both in trouble. (laughs) And the the question is a a one-word answer, so you don't have to tell what it is. But have each of you told your partner something that your wife might not be happy if they knew? Uh, Is that a? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You just got to say yes or no. I don't want to know anything more. I just want to get you in just a little bit of trouble. No, I don't think I have, actually. God, I I can't. uh, Nothing comes to mind. That sounds a little bit boring, but. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Well, sorry to make it PG and all, you know, but. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to do the yoga slacker thing and go out in the left field, and sometimes you just got to take the the safe way to the CP. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because um, I don't want to ask you what what each other does. No. You don't know about each other because we did that last time, and now you know it. Yeah. <laughs> got oh, it. Yes. Um. The, cl- the opera uh, classic music. Yeah. Classic yeah. Singer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, I um, have. I don't, I don't think so. Okay, well, that's, you know, you just, you never know, because adventure racers, well, let me ask you this, have you, have you found this, like, you, by whatever chance, you end up trekking with another team or biking, do you immediately start telling the most filthy jokes that you know to each other? It depends. I mean, I can't say that I've done that. I've, I've never done that because sometimes you need to lighten the mood. You need an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. You know, you just need to get your mind yeah. off of whatever suffering's going on. And and usually, you know, uh, but not routinely. But uh, yeah, but but, I, but I guess <laughs> what my point kind of point kind of is is that you know you you yeah you almost instantly become close friends when you're on in an adventure race yeah and just you can you could and you could you know tell things that you know make rude comments and something to a yeah. stranger almost it immediately. definitely builds, yeah yeah it yeah. definitely builds uh friendships and bonding and and uh, memories that you'll never experience else in life in my opinion you know yeah um so yeah from that standpoint i Randy, you can walk up to a stranger, and if they've been suffering, then you instantly mm-hmm. have them on, and you're telling them about, you know, kids and, and life, and you know, you're right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's a probably Which, of uh, you know what happens if, what happens in the field stays in the field or whatever happens yeah. in the first stays on the course sometimes too. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Unless true. I can get you to rat throw somebody under the bus on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, I, 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 okay. I, I do remember, uh, I do remember Raid the North, you know, the first day, everybody's cordial. The second day, everybody's, you know, getting loose. And then by the third and fourth day, because that was a pretty tough race. I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, it was like talking like sailors, you know, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> everybody right, yeah. was, yeah. You, know, you saw everybody's, uh, uh, real genuine self and it was good. It was good. Yeah. But there were no barriers yeah. between teammates, no barriers between friends, you know. And yeah, uh, I yeah. think that definitely happens. You find out about human nature, and, and uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. So, all right, one more one more hard question. Yeah. So have you guys ever had a real argument while you're racing? In, in my perspective, I would say no. Um, both Kevin and I, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, uh, both – Boy, I mean, we definitely have had disagreements, clearly. Mm-hmm. But you work that out. Yeah. And yeah. Honest, you know, um, Kevin, I mean, definitely is good at that. Like, let's work it out and get on with it. And uh, But yeah. it, it doesn't happen often. Even when Kevin and I are stressed to the max about some issue or something, we usually uh, don't turn in on each other. And I think that's a strong yeah. part of our, our team success. But yeah. we definitely have different disagreements, but it, we hash it out, and usually it's, it's over, you know. You have to, right? You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, it takes you out. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't fo- yeah. focus on the floor, not on the pad. Yeah. Let's, let's carry on in your we're both working together. Together, then. Uh, once you've made a decision, whether you like it or not, you both work together to kind of get to the you both, the goal that you both want to achieve, which is get to the to the finish line. Yeah, get it over with. Um, Absolutely. So cool. All right, then uh, let's go to our final question, final Jeopardy. And you yeah. guys know what that one is, right? <laughs> Are you still packing the night before you leave? Go ahead, Kev. Am I what? Sorry, am I still packing the night Are before? You... Oh, uh, probably not. I'm probably not. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a details OCD kind of person. Okay. So I essentially get. I'm heading to Europe like on Sunday. I get back next Saturday. I will probably start packing on the sunday because i actually fly to phil's on the friday which is the okay. 10th so you know i'll start packing about five days before i leave okay. here but i will have most of my stuff sorted out probably by the wednesday night before you know i mean i might okay. be just last minute things but yeah not okay. me not me randy i'm guilty as charged. there you go <laughs> that's good <laughs> So the only the only one that I really liked is that um, Donovan Sims. He says, "No, I finish 24 hours before, and then that last day I spend with the family." Yeah, 
Yeah. I'll give them credit for that. So uh, that doesn't mean when we when I get to Phil's, we're not going to repack and pack stuff like six yeah. or seven times. That, but yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the question is, are you still packing before you leave the house? Because yeah. we all know you're you're packing on the bus when you're driving to the start line. Yeah. Yeah. You're rearranging stuff. Now, Kevin's um, Kevin's the responsible in between the two of us. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the team. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the time manager. I'm the yeah, yeah. He's the time manager. Yeah. It's part of that military yeah. training. Or... There you go. Okay, here. Okay, I don't think I've ever asked this question before. And Phil, you sort of answered it earlier, but what's the stupidest thing you've ever taken on a race? <laughs> I mean, you started out with sandwiches and Gatorade, but you didn't know any better then. <laughs> that was a that was a doozy. Um, yeah. Boy. The, the stupidest thing that oh. I had we had to, I had to bring. I think we had to bring, and it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because we was on the list. It was a trowel, and, <laughs> and the other one was a pedal wrench. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. You remember That's the really pedal wrench? Cool. Why the hell am I carrying a pedal wrench? <laughs> I don't have a spare pedal. Anyway. <laughs> you don't have, yeah, you don't have a pedal. What do you need to rent? Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. But it was on the gear for us. Okay. So, but, okay. But, okay, let's, let's say this. Let's, I want to get you to admit, admit you did something. Have you ever got back from a race and emptied your pack out and like, oh, why the hell did I carry that all the way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you know, that. Maybe I'm just. That, I might just be projecting because I have so much. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking, you know, I think back, I mean, after the years, you kind of get <laughs> smart about it because you learn that, man, <laughs> yeah. it's not worth it, you know. But, okay. uh, boy, I, you know, I think back in the early days, you know, one of the things that we, I, I would laugh about now, but we used to try mountain bike racks on our mountain bikes to carry our packs and our, and our shoes. So that way, while we were riding, we didn't have to carry. That was the thought. And boy, did that yeah. ever backfire. But we tried We tried our best to make it work. And I look back on it, and I would laugh at it now. But, but hmm. at the time, it seems so sensible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there. But, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a good one. I like that question. So, I would say I think that that's, one is, is too much water. <laughs> I don't think I ever carry too much water. Of course, see, I, you know, you know me. I have my pack on for three or four hours, and then I'm in the truck. So screw that. I don't care what I have. But, yeah. <laughs> but I will say this is when I went to Switzerland. I take my pack as a carry on. I thought I better clean it out, yeah. and I pulled seven knives out of my pack. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably a little excessive, but yeah. anyway, you might get so. stopped, pulled out of line for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but well, cool guys. I'm glad we uh, finally made this happen. And I'm first thing I do when we hang up is I'm going to back it up onto another drive. So okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Not that I don't enjoy chatting with you, but uh, yeah. we'll. Uh, well, if you lose it, you'll have to chat with us again. Yeah, so yeah. there's your motivation to back up. <laughs> That's true. That's true. For It'd sure. be too embarrassing if I lost it again. I would have to just quit so I'd never have to see you and be embarrassed. So, um, 
Well, <laughs> gonna... But are you coming to Cowboy you? Tops? Or... Yep. You are. Right? Oh yeah. Yep. I'm uh, not going to miss yeah. that. Well, kind of stupid. It's only three hours away. <laughs> but um, plus, <laughs> one, it's just a cool race, you know. It least, is. You know, they do it. You know, at least last year. Last year for us, for the media, it was so perfect because you guys did everything cool in the morning or in the evening. Oh, sure. So right. we could, you know, we shoot the whitewater rafting, and then while you guys are spending eight hours on the bike, we go find the McDonald's and Chris and I and sit in there and edit everything and upload it. Um, yeah. So we, you know, we had that whole section where, because, you know, 30 seconds of biking is about all the video you need for the day. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. So it works really good for us. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward, looking forward to seeing everybody. You know, a few new people going to be there, so that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, definitely look forward to seeing you again. It's kind of like family, you know. Oh, you go back and catch it up. It really with, is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I really like about it is, yeah, you are just, yeah. yeah. You're, you're my idiot brothers that are, are adventure racers. <laughs> okay well i'm gonna hang up because it's only 7 30 and chili dog wants to go for a hike so we're gonna go head out i i get an adventure this weekend i'm shooting the 100 mile race trail race and the 100 milers start friday at 10 and then they stagger they start to 50 miler saturday but um so I'm going to be spending about 40 hours shooting. So a little adventure for myself. Is, is, Paulette, doing yeah. is Paulette doing that one? She's running. Yep. She's running. Yeah. yeah. Taking pictures. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Good luck to her. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck. You guys know, um, you know, Brian Grafton? Is I do there? not. Okay. Just, he's from the Midwest. Uh, anyway, he's coming to run it and he's getting married Friday morning before the race. Oh. So I foolishly said, oh, I'll come take some pictures. And he's like, yeah, we're getting married at sunrise in Spearfish, so I'll be getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go shoot his wedding. But, hey, whatever. How cool is that, though? Yeah, that's cool. I think yeah. it's really cool. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. Awesome. All right, guys, Till I yeah. see you in a few weeks, go right. fast, take chances. Yeah, go fast. your hamstring. It's all so. oh, it's good to hear from your end okay thanks talk to you later bye yeah take care Randy. thank you bye Against the world.
chance. 